ইম্প্যাক্ট All of this, of course, to make this world a better place using technology. Tune in every week on htsmartcast.com and listen to the podcast. HT Smartcast is India's fastest growing podcast producing platform. Let's get straight to this week's episode. We love focusing on technology and how it uh, kind of brings about some form of social good this morning on the show we're looking at something ultra cool all right an ai powered fetal heart rate monitor for mothers in labor or post 36 weeks of gestation why is it important let's figure it out i've got a very sweet and cool person joining me on the show he's one of the founders at inxcel avr is on the show that's basically a vijay rajan and he's given me permission to call him avr it's good to see you how are you this morning and thank you so much for joining us on this little edition of tech for change i appreciate your time good morning good morning to everyone and it'll be a pleasure to share our experience to everyone uh congratulations because you guys just recently won the wb health tech award which is really fantastic so what was that experience was that something that was expected or it just came out of the blue Now, to be frank uh, we applied right. and uh, you know quite a lot of people applied and you keep your fingers crossed right and uh, people judge based on the impact and uh, innovation and stuff and we were proud of our innovation right. and we were proud of the impact what it can create right but somebody recognizing is not always a good thing right right um yeah. absolutely now what you guys have developed is 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 based on the next gen ecg signal processing and it's it's said to be more accurate reliable and easier uh, to use compared to conventional doppler based devices I, i want to understand what is the device and the you know technology behind it for a lot of our listeners who do not understand this space can you make it a little easier for us please yeah see before that uh, i'll just tell you how we go about identifying the problem on which we want please. to work please yeah please so predominantly uh, innovation for medtech happens in the developed countries okay you may know that uh, about 80% of our uh, medtech are imported mm. now where do they come from in the developed countries right and how do they make innovation and their environment is actually they have re- resources right okay their infrastructure is much better and they have a skilled caregivers much higher than what we have okay and they have a, a insurance there so compared to that so we have a low resource setting and we don't have a skilled laborers okay and uh, we are all pay from our pocket okay so you take the innovation done from a market much different from innovation done in our market okay so we decided that we need to innovate for india 
and to manufacture for the Indian price point, not adapt something which is available elsewhere. So, so that's a that's a thesis with which you go. So predominantly, most of the mothers not necessarily high risk mothers. Okay. More so for high risk mothers. Right. The labor monitoring is very important. Right. Okay. There could be a lot of complications, and uh, the one marker is actually the how well the fetus is responding to the contraction. So you continue to monitor, and the fetal heart rate is the one point, which probably gives you a big picture. Okay. About what is the current state? So typically, they were using a Doppler ultrasound. So I'll tell you the problem there. Okay. So now there is a fetus, and you want to measure the heart rate. Right. So first thing is you need to position your probe near the fetus. At the 36 year weeks level, fetus moves a lot, and mother also moves. Which means I need to be repositioning my probe periodically. Okay. So that calls for a skip. That's what we really wanted to avoid. Interesting. Now what we have is a ECG based signal. Okay. So we take the fetal ECG, and our device has got a multiple probe. So you position the probe on the mother's abdomen, and then connect the electrical signal. Right. Okay. It's very easy to. Talk, say that, but I tell you the difficulty involved in that. Sure. When I'm collecting electrical signal, mm. I'll get the fetus ECG signal, mother's ECG signal, mus muscle signal. Okay. Okay. Our muscle actually, when it moves, gives you electrical signal. Okay. And the ambient signal. So all the four signals will come. Okay. It is like you are outside a room. Inside the room, four people are talking. Now you need to figure out which signal person. kind of belongs to which person. Am I right in saying that? Yes, exactly. So okay. that is where we come as a technology. You've also developed a low-cost portable device designed to provide breathing support for infants with respiratory distress. Now that's very yeah. cool, but. I'm very curious on the motivation of kind of setting up something like this AVR. Like, where did you and Siraj kind of come yeah. together and say that okay, this is something that we want to get into? Please tell me that story. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's so. Um, this is roughly about maybe about ten years back. Okay. And uh, with all my stint in uh, multinational companies, the technology companies like Vipro, GE Healthcare, and HP. And uh, I was looking at doing something different, socially impactful. And Siraj was coming out of exiting as a startup. Okay. And he was also trying to do something in the healthcare. So we met with a common friend, and then we were just debating. <laughs> so what is that we can do? Yeah. And this thesis came, which I told in the beginning, saying that a innovation has to happen on the ground. So even in our GE days, we used to have something called. Uh, In country for country, even there, people realize that bringing technology from outside is not the right way of doing. It. Sure, sure. So we came together, right? And then we said that it should be socially impactful. You know, one one uh, thing which we used to say is that um, doing good and doing well need not be mutually exclusive. Absolutely, yeah. So doing well is for you, and doing good is for others. Yeah. So that's fundamental uh, motivation. Okay, we believed that it can coexist. 
Right. That's how we started. How do I identify the need on which I need to work on? So about close to 40% of our uh, work in India happens in a, not in an advanced setting. Okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. That's true. Yes. And, uh, yes. If the, so if the birth, the baby born has got some complication, hmm. the baby is sent to the nearest hospital. Okay. Could be about 25, 30 kilometers. Right. And they use all sort of transport, okay, ambulance, auto rickshaw, even two wheelers. Okay. And many of these kids do not survive the transportation. Mm. Okay. Now you tell me this problem doesn't exist in developed countries. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, why do you think America will be developing a product for this situation? Fair enough. So this is what we meant by on the ground, identify what's the problem and what is the need. And there's an interesting problem. Because for this problem, there is a solution exists. Right. So this is not a knowledge gap. It is actually no to-do gap. You know something, but you don't know how to do that. So that was a sort of a trigger for us, saying that we have to do something. So now we can say that, yeah, I can improve the infrastructure. I can improve the skills of the and all those things. But that's going to take time. And the government of India is trying to do that. So meanwhile, can you do something to help the current situation? Okay. So that, that was a motivation. Right. This, uh, yeah. Awesome. Now, in terms of the size of this problem, you know, the, quite a lot of the premature birth happens right. across the world. So uh, apparently, if I remember correctly, there are 15 million, what we call as a born too soon, yeah, I pro I'm probably one of those in that yeah, list, by the yeah, way. All over. So, because I, I think I was a premium. Well, oh, you were one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In India, it's about a 3 million. Okay. And these preterm babies are prone for uh, that respiratory uh, uh, compromise. Compromises, sir. Uh, out of that, about, uh, we lose about 150,000 kids in a year because of that respiratory distress syndrome. Right. Out of that, over 30% of them, we lose them on the, doing the transport. So also getting to um, you guys building the tech behind this, I want to understand what are some of the yeah. difficulties that you kind of faced while trying to build the tech behind it and how you overcame the same. And um, if you don't mind me asking, how long has, um, you know, the, the company been around? Yeah, company, I mean, from registration wise, if you look at probably we are there for about now eight years. Okay. Or eight, nine years. Yeah, and that's that a too, long time to develop a product because there's a lot of R&D that goes into it, right? So I'm sure you had a lot of hiccups over the over the yeah. tenure of eight years. No, one of the things actually my uh, partner, we took a decision, there's a, hey, there's a long haul. Right. There's not like hey, two months, three months, three years, and there is a long haul. Right. Okay. Right. Now, coming back to the specific question you asked about uh, technology and the development and the challenges, one of the domains where, where multiple technology come together, information technology, electrical, mechanical, right. material, okay, sometimes optical, mm. all of them, they really come together. Now, you don't get a person with all these skills. <laughs> so you need... A, you have a multidisciplinary team. <laughs> wow. So that's the first challenge. And then the moment you have more people, then you need to have a team interaction. All those things are required. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the best solution for that is to have a, a well-defined process. A well-defined process will take care of all these nuances of 
multiple type of people coming together. So first thing we did actually, we put together a development process. Right. And we said that if you follow this process, you are confident of coming out with a, a safe product. Okay. Not only it gives you the functionality and performance, and it has to be safe when okay. you start using on the fish. Right. So that's a fundamental uh, premises in which we created the team, technology, right. and process. Interesting. And, yeah. And we worked with uh, wherever technology available, and uh, we had uh, consultants coming all over the world, uh -huh. paid consultants, okay, university professors, uh, PhD scholars. So we don't hesitate to take inputs from people who have the knowledge. We want to do the innovation here, but the expertise available elsewhere, we, we take it and integrate with them. And the clinical community is the one which really provides you the input because your early prototype, they should give you the feedback and they should have the confidence that they can try this on the patient. Okay. Interesting. So these, these are the, some of the uh, challenges. Challenges. My last question to you, of course, before we we say you know bye to you, and, and this is something that we do often on the Tech for Change segment, is to kind of predict where you feel as an industry expert the the uh, industry will be, particularly in India, over the next five years. So if you have to make any uh, predictions, Avr, like you know, in terms of either, and I'm not only saying from you know your startups. Uh, perspective, just in, in general from the industry, where do you see it evolving to in India in the next five years? What are your top predictions? Uh, let's maybe do two top predictions for the next five years. Yeah, digital health will have a major impact on uh, healthcare delivery. Okay. okay. Which will also will lead us to what we call as a democratization of healthcare where information is shared with the end customer, like uh, people like us, you are a consumer of healthcare. Okay. So one can take a decision. Okay. The responsibility of being healthy, it's not only is there in the hospital, it is also in the individual. Okay. So digital health will have a major impact on healthcare delivery. And the people sitting in even tier two, tier three uh, towns will be in a position to get the best opinion on their healthcare condition. Okay. But a caveat is, okay, healthcare is a high-tech business. Okay, I can bring in technology, yeah. but it's also high-touch business. Explain that to so me. You what, what does that mean, like a high-touch business? What do you mean by that? Yeah, so imagine that, uh, uh, I don't know how young you are, you look young. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, <laughs> many of you do know work you don't go to the bank, correct? No, I, so I hate going to the bank. Go I the hate bank. going to the bank. <laughs> I hate going to the bank. Exactly. Now, people think that, can I avoid people going to the hospital? Just like what we brought the ATM to the next door. Okay. So, uh, avoid the uh, bank. So, avoid going to the stores. Amazon and Flipkart helps us. Right. Avoid going to the restaurant. Businesses, you would like to be seen by the doctor. Okay, now doctor has to measure information from you. So that's not a high touch business. But okay. do they use a lot of technology? Lots and lots of technology they use. So you can identify, okay, how much of touch is necessary. Okay. 
Okay. okay. The rest actually you digitize it. Interesting. So you're okay. saying we will see a minimalizing of the high touch part of healthcare in the next five years. Am I am I right in in assuming that? Yes. Exactly. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So even if it is required, can we do it from the home? I mean, of course, I think when it comes to medical aspect and medical issues, there are some things that the touch is required, right? You need to physically be there and all yeah. that. But like you very aptly put, the a lot of aspects that can be digitized get digitized, right? And the remaining, of course, yeah. we can yeah. have it the way it is. If you are, this conversation has been fascinating to understand not only what you guys have done, but also to understand your um, insights into the healthcare space. And I want to thank you for kind of taking out the time um, because we are at a lack of time and you've broken it down so beautifully for our listeners. Parting note, is there anything you'd like to say to all our listeners before I say bye-bye to you? Today, parents are encouraging their kids to go for a startup and then kids are actually charged up to being an entrepreneur and we want more people to come into the entrepreneurial uh, uh, domain. Right. Innovate for India and uh, that will take us to this uh, making India much better. So design in India and then make in India. Wonderful. So we would okay. like to encourage people to coming into the entrepreneurial Thank you so much for listening to this little episode of Tech for Change. You can find me, your host, K, on uh, Instagram. I'm probably the most active there at the rate off air with K. That is off air with K-A-Y. I'm going to be back next week for another episode of Tech for Change. And if you'd like to give us feedback, well, you as a listener can reach out to us on at the rate HT Smartcast on multiple platforms. We're present on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Clubhouse. Now to listen to more podcasts, make sure you log on to www.htsmartcast.com. I'll see you soon. Take care. This was a Radio 1 production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.